Welcome to the Getting Soul Fit Podcast. I am your host, Melissa Page, addict, alcoholic, turned sober and free, founder and owner of Catarse, a women's empowerment athleisure line and movement, fitness cover model, mind, body, and soul coach, intuitive empath, lover of laughter, donuts, authenticity, and addicted to growth. Each episode, I will host a special guest or topic that will help empower you to conquer any and all obstacles and fears to rise. This show is your one-stop shop for raw truth and unapologetic growth. Okay, um, welcome back to the show, you guys. I cannot believe this is episode five of my podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Um, today, I'm really, really, really excited. I have a special guest on this episode. Um, she's one of my really close friends, and she's extremely inspiring. In fact, I'm going to drop her, her information in the show notes, so be sure to check those out after you listen um, and go check her out. Give her a follow um, on Instagram as well as TikTok, and she has two pages. I will go ahead again and put that um, in the show notes. But today we're going to be talking about disassociative identity disorder, which is um, DID. So DID, um, it was formerly known as multiple personality disorder or split personality disorder. Um, And actually, you guys, it's not a personality disorder. That's a big misconception. Um, This is a trauma-based disorder, um, and it's not what you see on television. So I don't know if you guys have seen the movie Split, but not really accurate. Hollywood tends to um, glamorize things that shouldn't be glamorized, like trauma, um, as well as um, tends to exaggerate how some things look um, uh, to people that are watching. So if you're using that as a reference, it's a great show. I mean, a great movie, not a show. Um, It was a really good movie, but it's not really accurate. Um, So we're going to break some of these misconceptions um, today on the show. And actually, after you listen to the show, if you guys um, end up having further questions or, you know, comments, please feel free to reach out to Charlotte. um, And yeah. Ask away. Uh, So basically, like I said, disassociative identity or uh, DID disorder used to be um, multiple personality disorder. Um, And the numbers, they are still studying. They being the medical um, field is still studying DID very thoroughly. But the numbers may change over the next course of the next several years as we learn more about it. But roughly around 3% of the population suffers from DID. My belief um, is it's going to be closer to six or seven percent, but I'm going to let Charlotte give her opinion on that as well here in a few moments. Um, And I wanted to go over some of the symptoms of disassociative identity disorder. Now, the um, the thing is, it's not like I said, it's not Hollywood, right? So not everyone with DID has a lot of personas or alters as they're called or identities. Um, Some people have, it's, you just have to have two or more. Okay. Um, And these are some of the symptoms, inability to recall large memories of childhood. So there's a lot of um, amnesia associated with DID, especially when it's not treated. Um, There's a lack of awareness of recent events. And if Um, someone with DID does remember, they have an inability sometimes, not always, to explain them in full detail. Um, They have um, what's called lost time or frequent memory loss. Um, We also call this disassociation in some instances, which disassociation, um, everybody has, you guys. Okay, yes, if you're listening to this podcast, you disassociate. Um, So what that can look like for me, for example, like if I'm driving down the road and I lose track of time and I have a moment where I'm like, wait, what am I doing and where am I going? That's disassociation. Um, with DID, it's more extreme. Um, and I'm, again, I'm going to let Charlotte talk about that here in a few moments. Um, there's flashbacks and some, sometimes there's, or not sometimes it happens a lot, sudden return of memories. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a feeling of disconnection or detachment from the body or thoughts. Um, there's hallucinations or voices. Mm-hmm. 
um, so-called out, so-called out-of-body experiences. Um, sometimes it's associated with self-harm or suicidal thoughts. Um, changes in handwriting. There's functional changes from nearly disabled to highly functioning. Um, and some less commonly observant manifestations, so it's not something like uh, unless you're suffering from DID, you may not even notice it, right? Mood swings or depression, um, anxiety, nervousness, or panic attacks. Um, sometimes there's phobias. Sometimes there's eating disorder, disordered eating, food issues, um, unexplained sleep disorders. Sometimes there's physical um, elements such as headaches and overall general body pain. And there's sexual issues, sex addiction, or sexual avoidance. Now, again, I said that, you know, DID is not a personality disorder. I want to just state that again, because it's not. Um, it's always, almost always caused from severe trauma, especially in childhood, okay? Um, so it would. It, this is more of a trauma disorder, okay? Not a personality disorder. Um, so without further ado, I want to introduce my amazing, beautiful friend here and guest. This is Charlotte. Um, so Charlotte, if you could just like introduce yourself for us, just a brief introduction, like where you're from, what do you do, anything that you would like us to know, like hobbies, that kind of a thing. Okay, well, first I want to start off uh, giving you a giant shout out because it's really hard to talk about this disorder and it's really hard to... It's just really fucking hard. Like when you read those symptoms, I constantly just deny having this disorder. And I go back and forth, which is very classic, very, very classic, very, very, I think everyone with DID has this struggle. Like I was diagnosed um, four years ago, but only recently starting to really accept it. And I still go back and forth. Um, I know you just told me to introduce myself. No, but, you're fine. Oh, you can go off on Twitter. Okay. It's like, with ZID, Lay you ain't going to get linear. No. Like, there's just no possibility Girl, of be linear. A circle. Yeah, it's going to be a circle. And not only that, with my Charlotte's complex PTSD, I'm a mm -hmm. relational talker. So, like, each mm -hmm. altar has a different style, different inflection, different... I mean, mm -hmm. you've met Lolita. Yes. A lot of times. And, and you've yes. even pointed out, wow, I see it, you yes. know? Mm -hmm. um, and it's more than just, like oh, I'm in party mode right mm -hmm. now, or I have more confidence, it is a different, distinct identity. But again, yeah. I want to give a shout out to you because I have never, ever felt mm. judged by you, ever. And that is huge. And you mm -hmm. respectfully ask questions, you know, if, if there's some sort of a quote unquote mistake, which I don't think you've ever made. I know recently we had, you saw a fucking <laughs> drunk. Mistakes. Yeah, we all do. <laughs> you saw a drunk altar. It was fucking weird, but I wasn't actually drinking yeah. more into that. Another time, maybe this time, or if yeah. there's ever a, a yeah. future, whatever. Um, yeah, just thank you from the bottom of my heart Aww, because you. it helps me heal. Yeah. It's a very painful, excruciating disorder to heal from. Mm -hmm. And like, um, thank you for reading all the symptoms. Um, it really hit hard how I experience each of those mm. to varying degrees. And my alters also mm -hmm. to varying degrees. Um, so anyways, I'm Charlotte. I'm co-conscious with a couple alters. But because of the, which co-conscious means... I'm aware of them, they're aware of me, we're mm -hmm. able to communicate, like I hear voices, different voices inside my head, which is a big indicator of, is it schizophrenia or is it dissociative identity disorder? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, if you hear yeah. them outside of your head, it could still be a symptom of DID, okay. but there's variations. Uh, and you can have a schizophrenic alter. So just more will be revealed kind of thing, but typically like a, a baseline is if they're in your head, it's more likely to be DID, but if they're um, outside your head, then it's more likely to be schizophrenia. But again, caveat, that's not necessarily true. And we're learning more about schizophrenia and both disorders and there's a lot of overlap. Um, so yeah, I, because of the no talk rule, which is basically I was threatened into silence and conditioned to stay silent. So the abuse, like DID, like, because I couldn't talk to anyone as a child about it, there was no safety as a child. I, I had to dissociate to this level. And so he threatened me not to talk. So because my reality was not validated, I had to split it up, you know, with the severe abuse. So 
I'm saying that because I can't introduce everyone who's with us right now. Okay. So that I can, sense. yeah. Um, so I'm Charlotte and there are other people, at least mm-hmm. five, but I feel pressure in my head, which means a lot of people are listening right now. So oh it's my not, goodness. Yeah. It, that it's, just gave me goosebumps. Yeah. 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 What? So a lot of people, no, it's, 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 yeah. it's a process. No, it makes it's, sense. I'm fascinated mm-hmm. by it. Yeah. You know, I mm-hmm. used to not believe it was, you know, I'm like, is it really possible? And then mm-hmm. I ended up fucking having it. It's, it's, it's nuts. Um, it is nuts. But I've had these symptoms all my life. So it was there. But again, it's to keep the it's to keep the system going. So each author like surviving and it's to keep the quote unquote host. I mean, they're learning more about this. Um unaware of the trauma so you you can actually function somewhat yeah you know so again it's charlotte um i live in the yay area in fact my bay area um we just finally decided on a name Mm -hmm. which is complicated because there's so there's like a civil war constantly going on inside you know a lot of people relate to that which is a form of dissociation Mm-hmm. It's beyond just, I don't know what I want to eat tonight. Like, maybe I want this, maybe I want that. Oh, my it's, gosh. And then to, to ramp up. Okay, well, I didn't to, even think of that. <laughs> well, to ramp it up or to yeah. go along the spectrum, a level of dissociation is where, like, you can't decide where you want to go. Like, that codependency of yes. just, like, not being able to make decisions. Yes. That's a form of dissociation, okay. less severe. But within me, mm-hmm. it's literally different people fighting or not. Oh, sorry. Or not, okay. <laughs> or not, yeah, I was like, or not giving a fuck. Like it's, it's yeah. just, or being mm-hmm. too depressed to move. And like, it's a lot, it's, it's a lot. It's definitely a lot. Mm. But anyways, we, with the people, like the agreement we made inside is that we can change our name if we want to, our system name. Cause a lot, we saw on TikToks, a lot of systems name themselves, which I thought was fun. Mm-hmm. So long story short is we're hyphy, which is a Bay Area term. <laughs> I know that term. Hyphy, well, you're my Charlotte, North Carolina girl, but you know that term, you hip? Yeah. You, uh, what is it, acclimated to the acclimated. I still say y'all, but y'all taught me a lot. No, I love it. Lolita says y'all a lot, and we have a couple Southern people inside. Okay, what? When I start start saying y'all, you will know Lolita's, like, there. So is Lolita from the South? No, she just liked that vernacular. (sighs) She's also an actress. And okay, she, stop. Yeah, sorry. You invited a polyfragmented, which is a very li- large system. I'll, I'll get to that in mm-hmm. a, a minute. So it is like the most extreme type of dissociation because mm-hmm. I've shared with you some of the reasons like yes. beyond the normal. Yeah, so that's going to split you a lot more. Mm-hmm. So if this is really like confusing for people, like it's really confusing for us, you know, me, but also <laughs> there's less severe DID that might make more sense to you. So I encourage you, you know, it's more digestible until you learn more. So basically polyfragmented DID. So dissociation, like Melissa started explaining, is on a spectrum. Yes. And so every single person on this planet dissociates. Every mm-hmm. single one. And Melissa, you were, I think we were talking before about this, is that it's... So non-traumatic dissociation are things like when you binge watch um, some TV, when you, I mean, it could be traumatic, and I'll get to that in a second, but when you when you daydream, mm-hmm. that's dissociation. Yes. When you lie, that's actually dissociation. If, well, if you're aware or not, that's just different severities of lying. So it's that lack of integration between like the inner world and what you present to the outer world, which is rampant in our society. So yes. dissociation is very mm-hmm. common. And when it becomes traumatic dissociation is when you lose the power of choice. Okay. So like instead of binge yeah. watching, then you can turn it off. You're stuck in that binge watching. Mm-hmm. Or if you zone out, you're like, where did two hours go? Yeah. And like for me, I can't control my switches. I can't control so much. You know, uh, traumatic dissociation takes away the power of choice. Yes. So there's a, a big disconnect. And you know, I will comment, that hole in the soul a lot of people talk about is traumatic dissociation. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean you're necessarily like full of multiple people. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, there's normal dissociation, it gets up to traumatic dissociation, and that looks like borderline personality has 
a lot of dissociative features in that when you can't like quote unquote control your emotions. Oh, that's yeah. dissociation. Yes. If you're feeling all these emotions at once or nothing, that's dissociation and traumatic dissociation. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's varying levels of when it gets into systems, which means um, your experiences are so um, divided mm-hmm. that they feel like other people inside you. Yes. Like it literally mm-hmm. feels like I have multiple souls in my body. Okay. Like it really, they feel that different. And I'm hearing in my head, they're like, fuck yeah. Like, like, so see me. <laughs> Gabby's, Gabby is straight up like your dog, Lucy. Hella oh bougie. Oh my God. Hella you guys might have a dog. I have a little terrier dog that she's sitting on the, she's sitting <laughs> beside me and Charlotte right now. And I don't know if you guys can hear her snore, but if you're listening to this later and you, you hear someone snoring, it's not somebody, it's a dog. She's my... <laughs> Sorry, she's she is somebody. She's she's somebody. She's my daughter. Um, she's my niece. She's her niece, but she's like six pounds, uh, four ounces of like bouge. Like, she is basically my mother's daughter. Yes. Like. Yeah, she's a she's a Leo, you guys. So like, but she also but, has trauma. And yeah, she does have trauma. Yeah, I adopted her. Yeah, she had trauma, but she really she's she adores Charlotte. So every time, in fact, every time Charlotte watches her, she um. It's almost like I like I'll you know drop her off or whatever, and it's like she's she's perfectly fine. I'm like, she's okay, like, so do you, <laughs> do you ever want to come home? I don't know. But anyway, but yeah, so Gabby, uh, I see that. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, so you usually a lot of those alters pretend to be me, but all to, for protection. Mm-hmm. We put on that mask, which is one of the reasons it's so hard to identify DID. Mm-hmm. But as we go along the spectrum, so. When it gets more severe and you become, you know, it's a system, which means the abuse hasn't, you know, the abuse experiences have gotten worse, more chronic. Um, there's OSDDA and OSDDB, which of upon first glance, yeah, so that's other, what is OS, other specified dissociative disorder, okay, okay. which does not fully meet the criteria. Okay. Oh, sorry. Oh, which does not. <laughs> I'm learning about this mic it's stuff, our you guys. Uh, which does not meet the full criteria of DID because one, and I apologize to all the systems, OSDD, A and B systems listening out there, but one has a lot of memory loss and the other one does not, but has more defined alters. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But again, it's not, more will be revealed. That's all I'm going to mm-hmm. say. You know, like yeah. you said, they're still catching up. For everything there's still the medical field is still studying it at length because well, a lot of the studying could be unethical to oh, truly yes. get to understand yes. some of the alters you have to almost it's like they they get triggered and and that's when you know switches occur but i'm i'm only gonna i'm gonna limit some of the things that i say because charlotte is the she is the professional she knows like you know you know so i don't want to get any information i'm still studying a lot about this myself um, now, like I said, you know, dis- DID is brought on by trauma mm-hmm. and um, the main point of it is to protect mm-hmm. Charlotte, mm-hmm. right, um, and help her navigate the world. Um, not trauma free. That's there's that's there's no such thing as that. But dealing with the trauma in a way that uh, is more. I don't know. You can exactly. Just exactly. Yeah. Yes. You can deal, you can, you can function an everyday life, um, you know, and it's enough. Yeah. Yeah. To where you can get through the day or you can do certain things that may otherwise be pretty scary. Right. Because mm-hmm. of the traumas that you've, you have experienced. Um, you know, like I said, it's usually brought on by trauma. And in your case, what trauma or traumas have caused this? And you, you know, you can be as vague or as detailed as you want or as comfortable with speaking on you don't have to go into details so oh yeah i'll keep, try to keep you, it vague you know. but also trigger warnings uh, for yeah. anyone out there trigger, yeah definitely a trigger warning you guys if you're listening um <clears throat> yeah i'll try to be vague with that but again after the osdd a and b goes to did mm-hmm. and then polyfragmented dissociative identity disorder which is mm-hmm. what i have which is this is a perfect segue because that is and I don't want to minimize anyone else's pain, but like you, you, it, you have to be young, mm-hmm. has to be chronic. It has to be essentially your whole life to become polyfragmented, mm-hmm. um, has to be before the age of seven. And that's not to say someone who hasn't been through things like we've been through mm-hmm. 
won't become fragmented. It is really whatever helps you survive. Right. And also uh, uh, just something you said, it's actually to protect, created to protect the system as a whole. Mm-hmm. Now this blew my mind and I'm still trying to wrap my, my mind about, around it. I'm technically an alter. So I am not like the main person. Like it's mm-hmm. no, I'm still like telling you this. I'm just like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it's wild, but basically it's just important to highlight. It's mm-hmm. the system of experiences. So like if Gabby and I, Gabby's not going to like me saying this, but but at least I'm talking about you. She likes the attention, like Lucy. <laughs> um, if we were to integrate, there would become, so join together as quote unquote one personality, you would see attributes of Gabby and attributes of me yep. made into one. Okay. So I don't know. It's hard to explain because I'm still trying to learn it. But the traumas um, we have experienced was um, emotional neglect, which is a huge driving factor of if you're going to develop DID and to what extent you need to dissociate because okay. okay. you don't have a safe person to integrate anything with. Mm-hmm. And so if you have a safe enough person but have no words for it, they will help you integrate if they are a safe person that you get mm-hmm. to spend enough time with. So emotional neglect, physical abuse, um, sexual abuse, um, organized extreme abuse, which that is coming out and making sense why I have a very large system. So I don't want to go into that too much, but think mafia, not that the mafia <laughs> came after me, but you know, something that's very hidden. That level. That level, just mm-hmm. like a very, like groups shit. Um, but I won't go into that. Um, I, I think I said all the types. So all yes. the types of abuse mm-hmm. that are there and typically, well, pretty much all the time, but I won't say that because I don't know everyone's experiences, um, and they're all valid, but mine uh, typically has to be by a main caregiver, meaning like usually your mom, dad, stepdad, um, it could be a priest, you know, it could be yes. a babysitter. So that's gonna, you know, someone who should be safe betrays you. Yes. So mine, my main one was my dad. But also my mom, untreated trauma, severe trauma in hers, it's generational. Mm -hmm. And if you don't treat it, you're not going to know how to keep your children safe. And there's a lot more to unpack there, but I'm not going to do that right now. But yeah, it's painful and that flooding Mm -hmm. or excruciating. But does that give enough of a background? Absolutely. Okay. Does that make sense of what causes it? 100%. And actually, that's interesting. Um, A lot of the other disorders that I've been studying, Uh they always say before the age of seven. Yeah. Before the age of seven. And so from seven on, so something happens in our brains, I feel, from the ages five to seven Mm -hmm. that um, helps us... um, uh, navigate our, our, our environment, Mm -hmm. whatever that looks like. So that's where you're going to see, um, uh, uh, examples of empathy in children that have it. Most children do, but some don't, some don't because of, um, that's a whole nother show, but (laughs) some don't, that's where you, exactly, exactly. (laughs) Hit the subscribe button. No, but seriously. Yeah. But that's where you're going to see, um, empathy or lack thereof. Um, that's when you're going to see, um, behavior patterns change, um, especially in children that have been abused. Um, and that can look like disassociating, that can look like um, uh, aggressive behavior, that mm-hmm. can look like um, walking on eggshells in children, anxiety, all those things, you know. Um, so that just to, yeah. you, can I comment on that? Absolutely. You can comment. That's a, okay, I'm going to be commenting. <laughs> Girl, that's Real, show. I can't. <laughs> It's all about you. So our roomie is here too. She, I'm so fucking glad she showed up. She is our intellectual, mm-hmm. and she has read so many books on yeah. compl- on all the. She's like yeah. you in a lot of ways. I like roomie. So you Very guys, roomie, roomie's the the uh, the, int- the, the intellect. She's, got she's all the sexy. Info. <laughs> she hella sexy too. Oh, is she? <laughs> uh, but <laughs> anyways, so that's it's it's a thing. Um, and now, the fuck. I when I say her name, sometimes I knew it was she'll float away a little bit. So I'm feeling oh, that. She's still okay. here. So what were we just talking about? We were talking about, oh, yeah, before the age, so five oh, to seven. Okay. Thank yeah. you for bringing that back. Five Sometimes we need to be triggered yeah. into what, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, hold on. Yay for dissociation. Uh, okay, can we sing a song sometimes? Everybody. It'll bring, it'll bring me back. Do you guys yeah. have action voice? Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Okay, I'm okay. back. <laughs> good, because I don't no, have a good singing literally, voice. literally, it's a Yeah, we don't need to, well, you know, if you're watching, the, <laughs> listening to this podcast, shit's getting uh, real. Trigger warning and a sound warning, please. Yeah. <laughs> These voices. Um, so there is the, the theory I feel is true for what creates mm-hmm. uh, DID. I mean, they have, the trauma is key. Yeah. There, That is absolute key and the, the age. But what it is, is they're learning more about uh, childhood development. And so a lot of them are saying that we are not born fully integrated. And if you think about it, we are burst out into the womb and all these lights and everything and these experiences, our brain is uh, Mm -hmm. growing. So that's why it's so important for it to be seven and below, because it's where we're at. Just like you said, the five to seven, what's going on in our brain. Mm -hmm. And it's so important to have a safe environment so you can learn in a a healthy, like, which way are you going to go in coping mechanisms? That's a big one, you guys. Attachment styles. Yep. Again, yep, different yep, yep. show, but yeah, it, everything starts. <laughs> no, but it goes into. It all goes back to childhood. Yeah. You know, childhood no, it really does. And when it everything. happens and yeah. who did it. Yep. And also another in- interesting point that you did uh, bring up also about like some go towards aggression, some like have the empathy, some don't. There is a biological basis for the mm-hmm. formation of DID or like what level you dissociate because kids are naturally dissociative. So okay. they definitely have that naturally. And yes. some okay. families, mm-hmm. you know, some generations do get mm-hmm. more dissociation. Uh, another thing is they do say girls have more dissociation than men okay. do. So maybe it has to do with certain biologies. I mean, I don't know. They're still studying no, shit. And there's sexism very, and who knows. No, but that's a very good point. Like you guys remember when we were all little and like, I don't know if everyone had an imaginary friend, but I did. <laughs> is and that an altar? No, just not, kidding. Not a bit. His name was Bob, you guys. I don't know why, but he was a little it. boy. He was oh, a little boy. He was my Bob. friend, but his name was Bob. <laughs> well, you're an empath, psychic um, lady, so. And uh, I don't, I don't know. I was really young. I do remember that. And I do remember, um, and I have my own trauma. That's a different show. But yes, I had an imaginary friend named Bob. Um, I don't think if I'm remembering the whole thing, I don't think that I actually like, quote unquote, saw him. But he was there, if that makes yeah, sense. No, so that kids makes sense. do. And that makes sense as to where, you know, like when we're born, we we, we aren't born completely whole. I yeah. mean, that's just a fact. Like you learn your attachment styles from your environment. You're mm-hmm. learning what love means from your environment. Right. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. if it's good, healthy love, that's great. If it's not healthy love. That's extremely uh, into the extreme. It can be very dangerous, right? Oh yes. Um. So you learn. I mean, everything like everything about yourself is formed when you're a child. Exactly, and like you were you know? saying, from five to seven, mm-hmm. I think, and I might have the wrong ages, mm-hmm. um, but that's when you start to integrate. If you have a nut, uh, that makes sense. As you, your brain mm-hmm. grows and all that, so that's why it has to be before. Mm-hmm. those ages because it disrupts your developmental stages as you know no that makes sense and actually that brings me to my next question oh perfect a little, a little smooth I'll probably not answer it and go to another <laughs> no, <just> I'll try <laughs> no it's fine I was gonna say um, uh, and as you know I've already said this before but if there's any question that I ask that you're not you don't answer you yes. don't have to yes um, so when did you start noticing like these different identities or personas um, or is this something you felt like you kind of always had that was a part of you um, so, uh, sorry, we have to answer a different question first. Okay, sure, absolutely. <laughs> no, just, uh, we want to comment on uh, the percentages they have of mm-hmm. the population they have, you know, like, mm-hmm. actually diagnosed with DID. It's very, it's way more common than people think. Like, it's underreported, it's way underdiagnosed. So, I'm just saying, it's way larger than the 3%. Than the three yep. Or even the 7%. Oh my gosh. I'd okay. argue it's 25 at least. And this is mm-hmm. my theory behind it. I think the reason they think it's so low is because of stigma, but also the denial around childhood abuse. Like yes. father-daughter incest mm-hmm. is still like, no way your dad could do that. And my dad was so loved by his community. Ugh. But I had my reality validated because another girl from my childhood, she came to me uh, about a year ago that she was molested by him too. Mm. But anyway, so I think that's one of the reasons it's so um, such a small percentage and I don't think that reflects that is because of denial, societal denial and personal denial of the prevalence of childhood abuse. And that makes complete sense because childhood abuse is unfortunately extremely prevalent. Yes. Extremely prevalent. And you had to think about too, you guys, like hurt people hurt people. And Mm -hmm. so you have a lot of people walking around in this world with untreated trauma and 
it's very apparent in the way they show up, how they um, communicate, how they act in relationships, mm-hmm. right? So that makes complete sense. And denial yeah. is a huge part of it. So yeah. no wonder everybody's, and that's enforced by society. So yeah. that's my. But no, that makes sense. I believe it. Twenty five percent. I like. I believe it. Yeah, you know, I do yeah. believe it. To varying yeah. degrees, obviously. Um, what was the question? Yeah, no, no worries. So, when did you start noticing like different identities, oh, yes. or did you think they were different, or did you think this is just me? I'm just hearing different personas in my head. It's normal. Yeah, exactly. The the last mm-hmm. thing you said is that I didn't know the voices I was hearing in my head was not what everyone else had. Okay. I thought it was everyone mm-hmm. else's ex- experience. I mean, if you think about it, the developmental stages I was mm-hmm. uh, wounded at, of course I'm going to think everyone has the same experience right. I do. Yeah. Um, that being said, I thought I was just handling life way worse than everyone else. Because I was like, Aww. if everyone else has mm-hmm. these you know, voices and this extreme depression, this extreme feeling of shame, why am I sucking so much? So, so it was my normal. And mm-hmm. like, as I grew as Charlotte, I'm able to see everyone has their own inner world, you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everyone's yes. different. Yes. But I had to do a lot of healing around mm-hmm. that, start talking about it. I didn't even know they were symptoms. And so I have a lot of memory loss. Um, each of my alters, um, they don't, they have very, it's all varying degrees. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much age 13 and before, I have no memories, oh, wow. but I have flashbacks at times. Okay. Yeah. So, so they come like in the symptoms list. They come yep. back, but it's just like in in, in like like um, moments. Exactly. Oh, and, and predictable moments too. And, I'm assuming. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know about flashbacks, unfortunately. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. And they started. So alters don't communicate uh, verbally all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it is communication through body memories. That's a way um, to also indicate if you have trauma. You know. Just body memories and learning what that is. So, like the shame I felt was from the sexual abuse, and that's not a current day shame. It was a shame my my dad put on me, which is a an emotional body memory, and that was alters talking to me, trying to be mm-hmm. seen. Um, certain self harm behaviors could be an alter talking to you, mm-hmm. needing like I've had an experience of myself cutting. I'm sorry, trigger warning. Just a trigger the warning of the whole show. Trigger warning <laughs> of me cutting. I'll put that in the notes too. So Charlotte, okay, yeah. good. Charlotte cutting um, because I was managing um, my emotions, but mm-hmm. I've had experiences where I watched my, myself, quote unquote, oh myself my cut, and it's actually an altar begging to be seen. Because we. So it's like you're stepped outside of yourself and you're seeing yourself. It was okay. wild, y'all. Yeah. Every time that's yeah. happened, I'm just like, ah, What's it's, ter- going on? it's also terrifying yeah. because I don't know what they're going to do. So mm-hmm. I'm so grateful I'm in proper therapy and I'll give mm-hmm. Rose. Uh, maybe I can give you the resources and you Absolutely. can put them in the notes. Absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've had these symptoms my whole life, mm-hmm. but like I said, I, Charlotte have had, um, probably have one of the most memory losses in here. Mm-hmm. So I'll get stories from like friends from high school and I'll be like, oh my God, that's Lolita. Like I was like, I would yes. never say that. Or that's Gabby or that's yes. Seamus. So it's wild. Looking yeah. back, I'm like, oh, my God, all the symptoms were there. But again, like you were saying, it was my normal. So mm-hmm. yes and no is kind of the, no, and that the makes answer sense. for you. Because, I mean, think of it like when you're a kid, you guys, like everyone knows, like when you're a child, what happens inside your home? You think everyone's that's yeah. how that's kind of like how it is. Yes. So like when you go out there in the real world and you're experiencing life on life's terms, as we say um, in another uh, recovery community that I am in, um, <laughs> you, um, you, um, you, you, you get like these like moments of surprise when you realize like, wow, like it's different in different homes. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. this isn't everyone's experience. Um, so when did you like first get you said so four years ago and like what made you what what made you seek therapy for it? That's a really good. So when I jo- uh, got a qualified trauma therapist, mm-hmm. that's important. Yeah, because I've had shitty therapists. I mean, to be real, shitty, untrained. I mean, some are are well intentioned, but they are. Yeah, just let me know when to. Um, some good. are well intentioned, but and just uneducated mm-hmm. and not at their fault necessarily, and some mm-hmm. just fucking suck so anyone out there keep trying if yours trust your gut 
leave if you need to and mm-hmm. keep trying. But I first went to therapy because of my, um, I felt like a raw nerve when I just, when mm-hmm. I got clean and sober, I was suicidal every moment of every day. My emotions were everywhere. I was medicating and I was clean and sober, but I was medicating with a lot of self-harm, mm. extreme it's like bulimia and anorexia like I was going to die from that so I went in for Mm -hmm. those okay and then as I started treating that trusting my therapist and more came out she was like my altar started showing up she was like oh yeah you have DID but (laughs) but it's very destabilizing for the host Mm -hmm. so she didn't tell me um for years and I was actually inside Gabby was forward and I fainted inside was the experience I had and then I blocked it out Okay. Till like a year later. And then kind of when that girl came to me, mm-hmm. it validated my reality. And I started really, it's not just her. It's through the work I've done in healing, through therapy, um, my 12-step programs. Mm-hmm. Finding safe friends like you mm-hmm. has helped me feel mm-hmm. safe. You know, safety is key in healing trauma, period. Well, yeah, because the trauma occurred. It's not nothing about that environment is safe. Exactly. So, so finding it's important. that, yeah, because like my symptoms mm-hmm. are getting quote unquote worse, and I'm appearing more multiple. I'm having more memories and mm-hmm. extreme stuff. That's actually a sign I'm feeling safer. Yes, which is weird mm-hmm. but true. But it is what it is. No, it makes sense because if you're remembering it, your altars aren't. You're not being hidden from it anymore. Yeah, you're actually like facing it. Um, and that's what I was, we, we, we have brushed on it, but just to make it more clear, um, can you explain to people listening that maybe haven't heard the word like altar before? What is an altar? Thank you for that girl. (laughs) So it's an alternate identity. Um, and it just means that it, it literally, it's like you're sitting in a room with Mm -hmm. multiple people and the, it just, I'm struggling with how to describe it actually, no, but it just feels, it it's just like, it's literally, so like mm-hmm. an altar is you mm-hmm. and me, but you're inside, <laughs> that sounds so creepy. <laughs> no, they just feel so different where it's literally just like you're sitting in a room with people, mm-hmm. but they're, yeah, I, I'm not able to fully explain it right now. No, it makes sense. Like you, you guys think of it like this, like everybody to a certain degree, think of it, okay, who you are who you present at work is going to be different than who you are when you're clubbing. Right. So like me dancing and having fun in Vegas, right. Or on vacation, San Diego, Mm, right. We're planning a girl's trip, you guys. So, um, (laughs) I'm not going to be the same Melissa, if you will, that I am at work. Right. Yes. But the difference is like, I'm not disassociating. I know when I'm dancing at the club, it's still me. It's just a different part of me. Yeah. And you have a choice and I have a choice or not. Right. But when you're disassociating and you have alters, it would be like me working and all of a sudden Melissa shows up the dancing Melissa or her yeah. name is Paige or her name is Sarah or whatever mm-hmm. and I may act as if and be dancing and carefree and then I snap back into Melissa and I don't recall what just happened with Paige unless we're co-conscious yeah is that so, right so okay. aware of each other yeah, yeah. no no no. you're doing you're yeah amazing okay and you're on the you're on the <laughs> right? nose or whatever around a lot of it <laughs> And agreed. So mm-hmm. you're you're highlighting the the part where it's disor- disorder. There's a mm-hmm. lot of memory loss, um, but that lack of control. And I also yes. want to highlight. So it's mm-hmm. beyond of, for example, Lolita, who's clearly loves being at parties. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's but she's not just the party girl. So mm-hmm. she has her own identity. So she has her own different likes, her own favorite color, her mm-hmm. own style, her own. Um, what she likes to read. Um, she loves singing. And she can, actually can fucking sing. I had a child hear me. This is my proof. I can't fucking sing. But the child gave us her compliment. So it's just interesting how yeah. the varying levels of access to talents or whatever. Mm-hmm. So does that make sense how it's more distinct than just like I'm partying? It's like she has her own. Right everything her own every so her whole that's and see i think that's why maybe they changed the name too to identities that's exactly why because it's not just a personality trait so a personality yes. trait example is extroversion so yes. if you're i'm i'm an extrovert so I, i'm an extrovert does that mean that i'm going to be an extrovert in every situation no but in yep. many situations i'm very extroverted and i'm cool mm-hmm. with it and i whatever whatever but it's that's one personality trait yes but I'm not just Melissa an extrovert there's I have an identity right yes. so it's on the nose it's different identities so um 
And we kind of, we went over like co-conscious, co-conscious means like you are aware that yeah. the other one is there. So like, for right? example, like I hear Gabby, mm-hmm. she's talking the whole time. She again, really is Lucy and hi Gabby. I guess she just wants a hello. Hello Can Gabby. Just, okay. <laughs> Lolita's here. Um, Rumi's here. So I, and I hear them, mm-hmm. but sometimes co-consciousness looks like I get messages. Like I get internal images from them okay like i'm seeing the library mm-hmm. which inner library which is where Rumi um lives in our inner world and mm-hmm. she's communicating that way as i'm here here's the all my knowledge i'm not seeing her i'm not even hearing her but you know she's but there that's her communicating conscious. when yeah. i go to bed at night mm-hmm. i feel really small because that's when a lot of the abuse happened oh i feel really yeah. small and scared and hyper vigilant that's one of my littles who was abused mm-hmm. and still thinks she's being abused communicating with me. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't talk. Does that make sense? Like yeah. there's varying ways they communicate and are co-conscious. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You're just aware. And so I'm how aware. many, how many, well, how many um, alters do you have that you know about? So polyfragmented DID means you have at least a hundred different fully formed alters and probably thousands of fragments and memory mm-hmm. or fragmented alters are not fully formed alters. So like we have a lot of inner structures in mm-hmm. our inner world. And so like a house, I call it the haunted house. Okay. Um, and I get images of there's like thousands of bedrooms and there's all of them are little me's. So they don't have a full identity. Wow. So me age four. Okay. And then if you only two doors I have, have ever seen inside, but there are small fragments of the abuse. So one has like the smell, one has a certain oh my sound, gosh. one she has just a made certain my stomach. No, isn't that sad? That's but, terribly sad. But they're easier to integrate. Like yes. not to diminish my pain or mm-hmm. their excruciating loneliness. Cause that's another thing is they've never seen the outside of like some of them have never seen the light. Makes me want to cry. No, it, it's so sad and they yeah. feel separate from me. So mm-hmm. I'm so sad for them. Yeah, but 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 you're here for them. Yeah, fuck yeah! I'm learning right? how to be a like healthy you, mom. You are, you yeah. are. You're learning how to be the, and not to say anything about your mom, but you're learning how to be no. a good mom. I'll say that a she, healthy, you know. She's we, aware of that. She yeah, wasn't in a lot yeah. of ways. Um, and then that's like really important. And you have actually, so you guys. So this is something that I w- I did not know either. Okay. Um, We've described some of your frequently more present alters, yes. um, but it's not just like like Charlotte said. It's not just like one one personality trait. So all alters have physiological differences, like allergies and yes. like ages. So it's indifferent where they're from. And so, can you describe um, for those listening some of your more present alters? Like you've mentioned some. Yeah. So you know, Gabby, which mm-hmm. will be first in line here. <laughs> She's uh, 16 years old. She is, she actually gets high in the inner world, has my whole mm-hmm. life, like has her whole life. Um, I was telling you, she's probably born in October is the message I'm getting. So she's a Libra. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, more will be yes. revealed there. Um, she's actually, so she actually was created a long time ago. Okay. I didn't know that, but when I look back at pictures, she has her own style and I can see Mm -hmm. who is forward and who's not from childhood pictures. Um, but anyway, she's a moody teenager for lack of a better, I don't, and also I don't like smoking weed. I never did, but Mm -hmm. she does. So I'm kind of saying a lot of things here because it's also hard to talk about them. So 16, name is Gabby. She has blonde, dirty blonde hair, blue eyes. She loves, if she's forward, she's wearing hoodies. She's covering Mm -hmm. her entire body. I've met her. Yes, you have. (laughs) (laughs) I've met her in meetings. Yes. Linda. Oh, yeah. No, it's okay. Linda. Hangouts. I met her at Hangouts. Mentor. Yes. (laughs) My mentor. She's very good at pointing her Lolita and me out okay um of the three so yeah that's that's her Lolita is the extrovert we talked Mm -hmm. about she loves attention Mm -hmm. um she's mostly 16 and it's and she actually looks like a mixture of Selena and Posh Spice Oh my god! Yeah, okay. no. Posh is like was my favorite. No, look at you, of course. Like so, I freaking no love wonder her. you and Lolita <laughs> get along so well. Selena, yes, yeah, Selena, that. And, yeah. Guys. And it's yeah. interesting because she actually hung out. I totally forgot we were in a quinceanera and mm-hmm. like 
her friends were so she's latina right and and mm-hmm. i want to be very clear i live in a very white privileged body none of us understand systemic racism so i right. want to be because we mm-hmm. do have a a black woman in our system. We have men in our system. We have spirits in our system. I mean, mm-hmm. it's part of the polyfragmented, but I just want to make that clear. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's Latina. And so her experiences, uh, Latina and Filipino. So she was um, around that a lot and they mm-hmm. were so loving of her. They would include her. So they were like a safe family and Lolita okay. took in those. So one of the reasons Lolita so trauma Mm -hmm. symptom free is because of the she had those experiences but being around them she thought that's what she looked like so that's kind of part that makes sense yeah (laughs) so it's 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 i'm learning more yeah um but yeah and then we have big mama who's a inner caretaker so she's literally her name is grace Mm -hmm. um but we call her big mama and she's she's black and she is the mom of gabby and lolita is she the one that Hey, yes. wait a minute. She's the one that is she the one that that tells me I need to self care. <laughs> She's the one that tells me I need to self care. Yeah, you'll see. You'll yeah. see the ones. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We have an infant also. Oh, okay. And Big Mama takes care of her in the bassinet in our inner mm-hmm. world. Like we have men. Seamus is. Um, he's actually, it's really sad. He took on a lot of the physical abuse, mm-hmm. um, at least the in-home physical abuse. Like I remember when he was created, um, I, at some point, my little girl body, um, floated out and I literally saw him. Like I saw Seamus and he looks like, what is it? Dawson's Creek guy. I don't remember his name. I don't. But the main character. <laughs> so it fucking looks, I don't oh my know. God, That's really? The, <laughs> no, it's there. <laughs> but he, um. He took over and okay. I literally saw him there because men could handle it, right? So he's oh, he's wow. very toxic. He's starting to learn no, new coping skills, but he'll okay. say things like, dumb sluts, fucking horse. Like that's kind of just what he says because that's what he knew as his, his example of men. Okay. So yeah. It's his, yeah, it's his And role he's probably model. about 23. Yeah, that was his role model. Oh, wow. And he kind of came 23, you know? Yeah. Because older very intense Mm -hmm. yeah that's so that's some of them there's a lot more but yeah yeah just time no that's okay (laughs) um and we have we have talked about we've already talked about um the amnesia so this is something that i i was curious about like what is it like dating with did oh i'm oh it's dating is complicated you guys (laughs) period and me charlotte and i are both and Gabby and Lolita, I don't. Are they all single? Oh, that's really that's actually I a good even, point. I, I'm sorry, that wasn't on the yes, questionnaire. No. I just thought about that. Yes, we okay. are all single. Okay. Um, at the moment, it's actually I thought so. You know, the boyfriend mm-hmm. we had five years ago, who unfortunately yeah. died of an overdose. Yeah. Um, which quickly brings me to grief as someone with dissociative identity okay. disorder, and mm-hmm. I know people can relate to this because grief mm-hmm. is not linear and it's excruciating. No, so when you lo- healing from trauma. Exactly. And I'll just say, um, everyone can relate to the fact that it's not linear and different times things are going to pop mm-hmm. up because grief is so excruciating, not known how to handle in our mm-hmm. society. You will dissociate. And so yeah. that's why it comes up randomly and it's not linear. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, I had, after he died, I knew obviously, and I've done a lot of processing, but for months I had what sounded like littles, little ones, mm-hmm. like waking up and being like, Jeff's dead, Jeff's dead. And so, Oh knew- my God. So you were like reliving it. Yes. Over and over and over. Yeah. Jesus. And helping comfort them. While you're um, the- oh but God. Gabby actually, without telling too much of their information, that was her first love too. Mm-hmm. And she's, you know, she's 16 and not able to process the grief right now. Mm-hmm. So that will be another layer when she's able to trust someone enough to come forward and talk, talk about, about that. It. Oh my God. Lolita actually, and she feels comfortable with me saying this, she lost her V card to him. Wow. Yeah. Her first experience being forward with it. And it was really cute. Mm-hmm. So it's must be really hard dating someone with um did or you know some variation mm-hmm. of being a sy- system being multiple um because it's so inconsistent it's so mm-hmm. it because you're dealing with different people so it must be very jarring mm-hmm. for friends and for who you're dating mm-hmm. so it's very chaotic 
most of the time, a lot of times within relationships, mm-hmm. at least my experience. Mm-hmm. It was really cute because Jeff noticed all the the switches and stuff. And, I, and that's when I was starting to be like, do I have multiple personalities? It's just memory loss and denial. And he's like, I don't know, but I, I just hope they all like me, which was very, okay, very I love that. No, it was so sweet. Yeah. So you want to look for a really mm-hmm. good partner of course yeah <laughs> who's healing their own drama yeah um, oh my god but currently dating because I'm becoming more aware of things is I'm not able to date right now and it breaks okay. my heart because I'm like the body I'm 34 mm-hmm. and I'm like oh your clock's going and all these things um and societal you know a lot of my friends are are getting married you know or mm-hmm. have married they're trying to get kids and and that's just not possible for me right now mm-hmm. safely Right. So the last time I tried dating um, or fooled around with someone or whatever, mm-hmm. they brought forward groomed children. So we cannot be safe. Trauma. Yeah, we cannot yeah. be safe. And mm-hmm. that's typically the type of person we're attracted to because it's a trauma. Like we were groomed as a child. It's a for, trauma bond. For, it's trauma bond. Yeah. And we were groomed mm-hmm. in a child. If we felt a certain type of person and energy from them, a little would come forward mm-hmm. and quote unquote take care of them yeah so right now we can't control that so i can't actually decide who i want to date or not right and i can't keep the system as a whole Mm -hmm. safe but that makes sense and i want to commend you thank you because a lot of people um whether you have did or you or you don't have anything diagnosed or Mm -hmm. you suffer from anxiety whatever 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 at the end of the day there are a lot of people that are selfishly dating when they know they shouldn't be oh yeah and they're hurting people oh yeah you know so part of um part of your healing process is you're not you're not breaking your own trauma you're breaking your generational trauma thank you which is a very right like a very um noble but a very hard 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 probably the hardest thing to do yeah that's a lot of stuff and and i want to just commend Mm -hmm. you you are doing the same thing yeah yeah it's not it's so it's so hard it's it's hard but it's absolutely worth it i I truly believe like because of what you're doing when you meet your your partner whoever that is in the future it's going to be healthy because of that you're not going to be bringing more trauma into your own immediate environment possibly setting you back exactly so that's the thing and Um, i want to adopt one day you know if i'm not able to have my you know biological children Mm -hmm. but even if i do i want to adopt either way so i I want to be a good mom there's a lot well i think you're going to be an amazing mom Um, there's 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 a lot of children out there that you know they don't have great parents they need good parents and that's something i thought of um now, with disassociative identity disorder, what is the, like, and I know it's probably been different with different, I don't want to say stages, but from no, yeah. beginning that you can recall to now knowing what you have to getting the proper help for it. What is the, like, currently, what is the hardest part about having the DID? We thought a lot about this, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of things we could say, but loneliness. Oh, yeah. That is mm-hmm. the most excruciating feeling and that drives there's a lot of things that drive suicidal ideation or Mm. attempts but the despair and that loneliness oh god because there's so much loneliness unprocessed from childhood but Mm. also there are alters inside who have never met another person Mm -hmm. um so they're experiencing that loneliness and then there's the loneliness i feel in that a lot of people even if they have did they aren't aware of it or speaking about it plus Mm -hmm. it's extremely stigmatized oh my god so if it's 25 percent, like we're you know saying it's Mm -hmm. it's grossly underestimated that there's still 75 of the the population percentage of the population that doesn't know what it's like right and then even of that 25 percent, what two percent are healing trying to heal Mm -hmm. if that i'm not blaming anyone but that's really lonely that's lonely and then you got to think too some people don't have access to proper treatment yeah and then some people um maybe they do have but they don't even know what kind of treatment you know to look for or they don't know what they're dealing with to know where to search you know so when you're searching for a therapy and you guys we will link stuff in the sh- our link stuff in the show notes for you that um char is going to give me some um, some great references, but, um, if you don't even know where to begin, it's like, how do you know 
to go to psychology today and look for a therapist that specializes in yes. DID if you don't even know that you have it. And then to throw another fun curveball, um, you are consuming, whether you like it or not, what you're seeing on television, what you're seeing on social media, yeah. even if you're like, this isn't reality. So you got people watching um, Hollywood movies. Like, I love movies, okay? So our point of reference is what? Split? Yeah, right. So we think you have to be climbing the wall, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> to, be, to have... DID yeah. and if that's not the case then you're like oh I don't really have DID so I'm fine but you do have you know what I mean yeah. so that's just quickly to uh, say on that is yeah. that it's actually a covert disorder meaning mm-hmm. it's meant to keep you hidden from other oh people God, and not seen there point. are people with mm-hmm. florid s- symptoms which means they're very obvious but that's mm-hmm. pretty rare Wow. Yeah. Well, and that's something that I was going to ask you too. So you're very open about DID, which is absolutely amazing. And I know you're, you've already helped so many people and you're, you're the way you present yourself out there, which is not easy to do. Um, I have no doubt will help many, many more. Um, so what made you, because I remember meeting you and, um, I, I don't remember exactly when, but I remember the transition from, you know, normal Facebook stuff, like just everyday, yeah, everyday, like, you know, fill in the blank stuff, like sort, uh, <laughs> uh, very surfacey stuff. Yeah. That's, that's the word I'm looking for. Surfacey, no, like the yeah. weather's this, and this is my dog. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. What to, I this is, I, this is a personal, this is an alter to that alter. Like what made you decide, like, I'm going to become transparent because that's scary. I would, I'm not going to speak for you. I'm assuming it's terrifying. It's scary. Um, you know, we're pissed. Mm-hmm. That's a huge driving factor. So first off, we found mm-hmm. enough safety, enough healing. We found enough, like the safe support network. Mm-hmm. Um, we started believing ourselves. Mm-hmm. That took a long time. And that led way to getting in touch with our rage, which mm-hmm. we have a lot of, which was not allowed as a child. Like we've barely experienced rage our entire life. Oh my gosh. So that... It's been pent up. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And not allowed. That was no, 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 no. Mm -hmm. So that gives, I think chronic fatigue syndrome has a lot to do with dissociation Um, and suppression of rage or anger or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, whatever. More will be revealed. But now that I have access to that energy Mm -hmm. behind that and that I'm learned through my healing, yes, I'm holding the abusers accountable Mm -hmm. because I used to blame myself my whole life. Mm-hmm. So no, they're to blame. They're the evil Absolutely. ones, not me. Mm-hmm. So I am mad at them, but it's more I'm holding them accountable. Mm-hmm. And then all this power behind what they did to me is going towards advocacy. Right. Which is great because the whole point of it, right, is to keep you quiet. Yes, exactly. Right? So the now next you're point. able to, to take all that and rage and everything. And um, someone said this to me recently, transmute Mm-hmm. The rage from self harm behaviors yes. like our drug and alcohol addiction to and cutting yep. and bulimia and anorexia and suicidal ideations and all that stuff to as scary as it is, I'm going to create a platform and I'm going to speak my truth because one, it is true, it did happen, and yes. two, you have a right as well as Gabby and Lolita and all the people inside of you to tell this story and to help other people and it's not your shame to fucking part of my French to hold yes and some you know? of our biological mm. family have I've disowned them because of right. the how they've reacted to me even though I have mm. anyways I just, it makes sense yeah you'll yeah. get a lot of flack you will mm. get a lot of flack but the ultimate driver and I'll, I'll end on this mm. is that I am speaking up to help mm. those suffering in silence I know what that pain, the excruciating pain, that Mm -hmm. loneliness, Mm -hmm. I'm speaking up for them and I'm speaking up for all the little girls inside me and that girl who wasn't given a voice or a choice Mm -hmm. so that she's, they're still suffering silence within. So I am fighting for them. That's amazing. Yeah, so. That's amazing. I'm sure I cannot thank you enough for joining me on the ah. podcast today. There's so much stigma around mental health, especially around the less common, although it's more common than, like, as you mentioned, than mm-hmm. that stated um, disorders such as disassociative identity disorder. The disorder is caused by trauma, you guys, once again, and should never be associated with shame. It's not yours to carry. Um, is there anything that you would like to say to those listening or anything that you would like for people to know about DID that we haven't mentioned yet. All I can really think about is that just 
one foot in front of the other. Mm -hmm. You are not alone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you are not alone. Just keep searching Mm -hmm. for your own truth. And it's very valid. And... I'm fighting in the trenches with you. I love it. I love it, you guys. Um, thank you for listening to the episode. Please be sure to check out the show notes. I'm going to get some great information from Charlotte. I'm going to link her um, IG as well as her two TikToks. Um, I love her TikToks. Please go check her out. Um, it's just the way that she does the videos and everything. It's 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 like even if you don't have DID, you better understand it. And she's very, very good. She's got a a hell of a following, but I have gone through some of her posts and I'm like, man, she is still so, so good about, uh, like following up on the comments and stuff, even when there's like a lot and she's a busy gal. So (laughs) thank you again for listening. And until next time. hope you enjoyed today's episode check out the show notes for today's details on the show and be sure to share with a friend and subscribe i really love hearing feedback from you so please leave a review and let me know what resonated in the comments just a reminder you matter you are amazing and you are a warrior